probably three years you were on my first season. yeah so that was 2019 2019 yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> it's been like it's three years that have probably felt like 10 but that's good girl I know one of my good friends she's like she messaged me she's like oh my birthday's coming up and I said oh so you're turning the big four oh she goes that was two years ago <laughs> I'm like you're still 39 to me we're celebrating 40 again <laughs> Yeah, we're celebrating for the second, third, fourth. <laughs> but tell us, you've been keeping yourself busy over there. So many changes. I know you have this exciting new product that you want to learn. Like, how did this start? Like, tell me, take me back. Tell me. Yeah, so I, the last time we spoke uh, was before the pandemic. And I was running a pretty successful event. Plano. Uh, one of the events in particular really blew up and kind of, became its own business and brand called City Moguls, a community to support and empower entrepreneurs. And then, of course, when the pandemic hit, um, I would say like 95% of the work I think was in person, in events, in-person experiences. And uh, like so many people, the rug really swept from under me and I lost most of my businesses through the pandemic. Um, and back in March 2020, like you do when you are confused and don't know what to do, I, I had a lot of great conversations with uh, my mentors. And one of my mentors in particular really gave me like a hard knocks lesson and was like, look, Victoria, this pandemic is not going. In-person events are not coming back for a long time. Oh, what are you going to do with this time? And you know, I landed on wanting to create a product that I felt I needed and so many other people needed. And the product I landed on da, 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 <laughs> was a supportive footwear at home, slippers. I think one of the biggest things the pandemic shifted for so many people drastically was being at home, working, living, breathing, doing everything at home. And I really realized like, shit, I don't have anything good to put on my feet. Like These slippers I own suck. So I bought a ton. I can't tell you how many of those slippers I bought hit up, but I bought a lot. And I really realized there was a gap in the market for having supportive enough footwear at home. And uh, 
I mean, I'm skipping a lot of details, but fast forward, I've created with my uh, co-founder luxury ergonomic slippers for women that are really designed for all day wear. I'm just so excited. Like, first of all, congratulations from taking yourself. I know we can dive into that a little later. How hard it is to realize that thing that you you can't do it. You can't. That's hard enough. But the slippers, when did you, at at what point trying all of them, did you realize like, shit, I got to make my own? Mm. Like, what was the breaking you in, in that sense? Yeah, so I mean, our, like, that stereotypical slipper that you think of is, like, something you throw on at the end of the day. It's usually fluffy. It usually, like, collects dust under your bed. <laughs> and, like, that does, didn't serve the new lifestyle that the pandemic accelerated, which is, like, this work-from-home lifestyle. Like most people nowadays, even at the time that we are now in the world, are working from home, their families at home, they're spending a lot more time home. And I think this all stems from, I probably talked about this the last time I've cast, but I used to be a dancer. So I have like this heightened body awareness and I really like to take care of myself. I also have a lot of injuries from being a dancer. So hip back problems. And I think the real frustration with all of the shoes, slippers that I had at home was like I was having like chronic back and hip from wearing these crappy slippers at home. So I think the breaking point for me was uh, co-founder, me and I, we started talking podiatrists, which are foot experts. And they were, they were the ones that were really like, yeah, you know, 95% of slip market are not ergon. Like there's not there. The best thing you can do is wear like a Birkenstock or a running shoe indoors, which is, you know, not the coolest look or the most comfortable or so, realistic or realistic. Yeah. So it was really realizing like, wow, there's, how is there nothing on them that's ergonomic enough to support, especially women at home? Cause they're the ones raising the families. So, uh, my co-founder, she had a baby pandemic. And we just realized, like, we need to do better for women at home. Like, they deserve supportive, comfortable, stylish slippers. Like, why has no one done this yet? Well, that's just it. I feel like, you, like you've hit such a niche because women at home are, are often, they realize before we, right? But mm-hmm. it, it almost feels like at least your journey of entrepreneurship and, and pivoting made you realize mm-hmm. The needs at home while you're working because I I live in my robe like you stand <laughs> my robe I'm wearing clothes but I'm wearing my robe yeah it's like part of my so I actually imagine it was like I want I want to like the weirds too <laughs> yeah yeah and it's it's seriously been like the training and edu- learning so much about the body and proper footwear like humans we're not meant you know evolutionary speaking we're not meant to walk on hardwood floors all like that was not what evolution had in mind for us. It had walking on sandy beaches and the dirt of forest grounds that is soft and cushiony, you know? So um, these hard laminate floors are unforgiving and really hard on our bodies in socks. You've got it. I Like I grew up in the Dominican Republic and I'd be barefoot in my backyard. And that's kind of the life. And I swear to you, nothing. My cousins down there, I don't hear any of them telling me that their back hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's move, let's move there. That's how. Oh, I want to hide in the winter. I, I've literally, I have a, a cutoff date of December. I think it was 14th. I'm like, nobody invite me nowhere after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. And it's cold up here, man. Like we need warm slippers. You do. 
our toes warm. I'm like, I'm super excited. I want, I want to ask you what was like, for instance, myself, I, I hosted an event a few weeks ago and hosting an event after the pandemic brought out a whole different, uh, what is, uh, so, so much learning happened, but what was the learning curve for you during this business venture? Yeah. So I love that you've done an event and congratulations, hard work. congratulations to you. But I think, um, you know, the, the scariest thing with starting any business, and I mean, especially for this one, I've been a, in a service-based on almost seven years and was working in events for you know, five years. So I've got 12 years of entrepreneur experience, but as like a service-based, creating events, being hired to run events, very different skill set, starting a product, a product from scratch. So I... Definitely think that most entrepreneurs common is they love to load. They're curious. So I had those, those soft skills of wanting to figure out this product, how to make it. Um, but it really has been a steep learning curve because I've never, I've never run an e-commerce business before. I've never created a product. So um, yeah, those were some hard lessons. But I carried the knowing of, you know, being in that place of uncomfortableness and um, having the skill set to know that I can figure things out along the way uh, and the confidence. So, I mean, that's what's really gotten here. And of course, having an amazing partner. I haven't talked about her much yet, but I do have a business partner, Danny, who I've run all my businesses with, even my events ones. So our relationship and partnership, I think, is what's really gotten us to this point of actually being- I understood you a lot right now because I I'm the like <laughs> yes yeah I'm the product the podcast it's it's not a physical thing it's something that I like I push online and I've never developed a product so I could only imagine how your brain and your business partner's brain like the the change, the shift like I'm thinking the packaging oh what's the first impression oh, fabric color style price point suppliers supply chain my my brain like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a whole new of worms of problems but so much of like the things that you in business market operations mm-hmm. um building the systems to stay organized and run a team no one's going to be no one can take that knowledge away from you and it's definitely durable. it's just um different process it's, i get that i i understand where you're coming i i was i'm scared to so <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> I'm scared to, to launch t-shirts, so I can't, I can't imagine, but I'm, I'm super excited for you. And I have to ask, I have to talk about your business partner in the last time we spoke. Yeah. How yeah. Did you, how did you, because I find that so important, like to have support and so I've never had a business partner before. How did you, how did this happen? This, the business relationship, how did it form like way back? Yeah. It's a big part of my story and our story really We've been able to do so many incredible our partnership and our relationship and uh, it really truly is like a marriage. Um, but we actually met during our university days. So 12, 13 years ago, uh, her and I both went to you and we actually met on the dance team of our university. Uh, so we eventually became co-captains. We took over the team and I can't explain it, Hannah, still to this day. Like I remember seeing her, meeting her for the first time at the auditions for the first, for the first time. And we like made eye contact and we're like, oh yeah, we're going to do some cool shit together. (laughs) Um, and you know, fast forward that led to us becoming very good friends person um starting our first business together uh outside of university and 
um, deciding that we wanted to partner together for many. So um, it's taken 12 years to really build the relationship we have now. A lot of work, just like with any important relationship in your life. Um, But we're kind of like a superhuman, it feels like, because she has a very different skill set than I have. Uh, She's much more of a generic CEO type. I'm more operations, marketing, building the team. So we kind of make one person. It is it is really wonderful to share the experience of entering something, but it takes a lot of work. It really is like, a, and we've had coaching, we've gone through all the, the cycles of strengthening our relationship. So most definitely, it's one of those things I always say. So I'm a big JLo. I, I I feel personally myself like JLo is like one of the biz, like biggest business moguls in like Latina land. And, mm-hmm. and everybody like her personal life, but her manager, Benny Medina, they have worked together since her initial start. I know. I and also am a her, her grittiness. Like her, her resilience to never let the say to her pushing. Like I can't believe you're because of her partner. It's because of her manager. It is. It is. It's. It's Benny because when so Benny was one of the executive producers, I believe, or one of the ma- either executive mastermind behind Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is mm-hmm. like the biggest sitcom. And she, he became her manager right after that's right after Fresh Prince uh, got off air. So he was hot off of Hollywood. In a sense, and she was a girl from the. So it, it works to me. I always they they always tell J Lo how she can't hold their relationship. Like hello, Benny. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, so I it, it, to circle back, like your business relationship is to me personally now where I said like you know a year and a half later after I think that is one of your most crucial relationships because it's how you how you survive. Like this should be like the forefront of things, right? It should work like a marriage because you're mutually supporting each other and giving yourselves the lifestyles that you deserve. Yeah. I, it's, and you know, it's like on that, I am purpose focused. Like, so a lot of our relationship too is driving us to like that, what, why we're here on this planet. It sounds very like woo woo but you know, we, well, we like the woo woo Okay, good. Okay, good. But you know, <laughs> we we both really want to make an impact on this world too. We've always been passionate um making a difference with every so beyond like the survival of money, it's collective drive to a positive does good than just make oh so well I think that I think that the ergonomics did I say it right? I did. I know ergonomic is not a word to use in day, so it takes a little practice. I'm sure you say it like all day. Um I- I think it's it's key because I don't know what has happened. Like, and I can't work. It's over. Never again. No, it's okay. We've accepted and bury them all. <laughs> I <We're> tried. tried. <laughs> I tried. I was on stage. I was doing a gig. I was on stage. And I literally had them all. Feet were burning. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was going to say, you know what? You wear the heels for a 510 stage and you get off. You put, we called our slippers me. So company is called Mave. So the short term for the slippers is Mave. So you just throw on those Maves after you get off stage. <laughs> and then you're you're good. I'm t- I bought them um, loafer, like the mm-hmm. loafers from platforms. Girl, much Thank better. Yeah, sure. This might be for now. <laughs> yes, forever and all. Oh my god, I can't believe you you created this with your wrist. It's crazy. I, I couldn't picture this being our conversation two years ago. I know, not Neither would I. Honestly, Hannah, it was never in my life vision to create a product. 
but here we are. No one else was willing to do it, so we we were. We were so damn frustrated. I, you know what? I feel like this is going to be like NYX, like that, that kind of like super cool, different product that nobody thought about. And then, you know, you've just created the space for it. What? Oh, I know you have a, wait, hold on. How, how do I say it? Crowdfunding? Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can I just say that Hannah, if we come back like five years and this is the landing point when we work in NYX, like I'm so here for it. And I have been manifesting uh, that comparison since we started. So yes, we would love to be the next Joanna's. Mike, this is when you when you're talking about this slipper. This is what I think about. Like it it went two and two. Okay, it went two and two because a you have the background in events and right, and as you can have the best product, but if you don't know people, I feel like there's there's right. Like it'll take you a bit longer, but you know. Consumers, you know their buying habits, you know how to reach people, you know how to talk to them. Now you've created a solution to a problem I didn't even know I had. <laughs> I didn't know I had this problem, but now I'm sitting here like, Vic, when they when are they going on sale? Like, what's, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? All those things that you talked about, and I think this is one of the biggest things I've learned in all of the businesses that I've been a part of is it's community. It's knowing how to build a community around something, whatever you're working um, And to segue into our crowdfunding, um, community is the whole reason it's been successful. So just to explain what a crowdfund is, just to help people understand it a little bit more. So um, obviously creating a product is not cheap. It's actually quite costly, a lot of money up front to create a product from scratch. Um so crowdfunding is basically a way to to use the power of community to help you create something. Um, so there's many forms of crowdfunding. The type of crowdfunding we used was um, a reward-based crowdfunding. So we used a platform called Kickstarter. There's another platform called Indiegogo. But basically, it's a platform to launch a product on and collect pre-orders So people will be able to support you by putting money down to buy the product at a discount. And it's basically like a way of collecting the money in advance. So you have that capital to be able to order your first run of it. That's genius. I actually, the first time I saw Kickstarter was I, in one of the, um, I was in one of those rooms now, but no people. What was it? Um, uh, and that platform, oh my God, why can't I the platform? Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. The audio, it was like you would listen to chats and it was very trendy last year. Yes, was it? <gasps> I don't know, it's bothering me. Um, I, I want to say team. It's not, no, it's not. It's not. It's going to come to us. Okay. Well, I was on one of those. Pl- yes. And there was a, a guy who wanted to... It, coffee he wanted to build his own coffee shop and do his own coffee production and he had done the thing he had his coffee production already um anyways long story short i ended up i i helped but i didn't help enough to get um feedback but i did help and he opened it he ended up opening it the coffee shop um he's distributing and the whole thing and i really feel like i'm I'm part of his yeah 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 and that's the beautiful thing like I in Kickstarter, there's like, it's also like a premise, it's like a mission. Like you, you also are able to see things that are coming up that you're like, whoa, cool ideas. 
and like a part of that story by supporting the at a really stage. And it's Clubhouse, Hannah. Oh my God, it's Clubhouse. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, what is it? You know my 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 wheels. Yeah, Clubhouse. Yeah, it was fun. Lasted. Um, well, it was well. Yeah. I always laugh how Instagram is gonna fade. I'm like, bro. No. No. no it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Instagram's here. Um, but yeah, it is ki- crowdfunding, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, whatever platform you choose. It's just a real incredible way to start a brand because not only um, collecting, you're getting that capital orders, like people actually money down. It validates your product. It says to the consumer, like, oh, like people are willing to this. So there's your right. And, you know, everybody that's going to bring at that stage, kind of like what you were saying with the coffee company, you kind of know you're a part of their earliest stages. So you give feedback and you love and you. So it's not for every consumer. I find that you have to be somebody in that space, in the space of, of, of the brand or you have to individual. I know you probably have this, the stats, in, but you have to be like me. I'm a podcaster of you business. So it makes sense for me about this because yeah. it, I know, but not like a regular Susie. Sorry, Susie, if you like. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, um, if you look at like, this is, you know, but if you look at like, um, creating something from nothing, the innovation. So, you know, Nick, so I'll use that reference, but like, Joanna- I trust me when I say it, you're going to remember <laughs> my interview. You will, you will. <laughs> So, you know, Joanna Griffiths has created the first like period. No one was most of the people that were here like, huh, what's that? And, you know, it's a small percentage of the population that are going back or support that kind. And they're, they're called like the earliers, like there's people that are like, oh, like they like to be the first in line when it's like they want it first, but else, right? Yeah, I get it. I get it because I'm, I think that's, I have seen examples, different businesses just start and it takes a while to get that one thing, thing that nobody else has. I follow these girls, they shop on, and now they've just taken it to a whole different level because they created um, a cami, right? A bungee cami, yeah. but it, it's one of those, and everybody has a bungee, but this one has like, it like it molds you, right? And they mm-hmm. have colors and whatever, and the thing is cool. And now they've just, you know how you wear the the ones, the, but they have the buttons at the bottom, yeah. And they're really uncomfortable. Ah, uh, they've they've changed it to like they've changed it to a, I'll send you the thing. They've changed it to a model and they've patented it. They it's theirs and this thing is wild. Like I want a those things, but I want to buy one just because. Yeah. Just just because. And they do the pre-orders. Mm-hmm. I really think that it's I'm so excited to see this grow. Like, please come back. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. I will. Absolutely. And you know, um, to be like you were saying, like order, like I'll send you the video, Hannah. But we filmed like the first forty-eight hours of our long uh, September. T- so we mm-hmm. filmed like the first forty-eight hours of our, and we hit. We set a fundraising target of five k, um, and we hit that goal in like less than twelve hours. And wow. just to watch, you know, his partner and I's reaction as like the pre through, we had it on a big screen. It was just like we were watching our dreams come and our company showing up and being so excited, starting a slipper revolution, right? So um, I encourage people to go on Kickstarter, explore like what's out there because, you know, be a part of a business that's just starting story. And I was one of the first to back that where I was one of that's a really cool feeling. It is. It's super dope to do. Uh, where can, where can the audience find your your Kickstarter? Keep online. 
um, just so they're able to keep up with the story like I want now. Yeah, yeah. So our company is called Maven Shea, M-A-V, and Shea as in home for French, so C-H-E-Z. So you can find us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, our website's mavenshay.com. Um, I'll send you the link, Hannah, for a Kickstarter campaign. It lasts until the end of October. Um, and then people be able to pre-order um, on our site at a discount as well. That's the great thing about Kickstarter, too, is we're, you, you can get the slippers up to 30% off depending on the packages we put together. So you also get a really good discount on the product. It's great. I'm super excited. Thank you for stopping by and letting about your your new product, the campaign Kickstarter, I definitely, please send me all the links so I can show it in the comment box um, below. So anybody who's interested in, of course, I'll, I'm really proud of you. And I, I'm about to go right now and see what I can get because it too. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Vic, for passing by any last remarks. I know you're a busy woman, so. Yeah, no, thank you so much again, Hannah. And I am big on giving back and getting other women out there. So if you have a product idea and, you know, a half an hour with someone to bounce ideas off of, please reach out um, and contact me um, through Instagram at our business or uh, my personal Instagram as well too. Perfect. Thank you so much for stopping by. We hope to see you again soon. As always, this is your favorite podcast host, Hannah Guzman, coming at you from Toronto.